Hello, this is Rye Bread, and welcome to episode 41 of the Gen Divide podcast. Only 59 more episodes until you can hear moi, exclusive interview on here. 59! Really looking forward to talking to you guys in 2024. Um, here's your host, pumping out podcasts like an old person removes their dentures slowly. It's Grace and Scott. We've been talking about it for months, and it's finally here. Episode 41, the movie review of The Breakfast Club. You're listening to the Gen Divide Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott. I'm and- Grace. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the movie genius. <laughs> we are very excited to be well here. Well done. Well done. Yes. Did you notice how quick I was like, oh, Grace? Yes. Finally. You were really quick to cut It's time in. for The Breakfast Club. God. So we nominated the Breakfast Club. We're everyone's in a little bit of a disagreement here. I th- so <laughs> at the latest it was Halloween. I think it was uh, summer of 2017. Yes, yeah, summer of 2017. <laughs> it does feel like it's been a really long time. I think we've watched it in our household minimum five times. Mm-hmm. Maybe six. Matt, Matt Michaelis, Maddie's motioning ten in the background. <laughs> I don't know because She's some of those we've even just let it play in the background yeah. as we were, uh, you know, living life or whatever. Um, but it's finally here, and this was my pick. Uh, and this is just our fourth movie review. Is that true? Is that right? That, I think it's no five. Think five. It's five. Scream. We did do the Who right thing, scream? scream, rad, and Back to the Future too. We so do the right thing was first was you. you. No, no, that was <laughs> no, you, that Dad. Was remember, it was you. remember. Derek, still trying to blame that on me. <laughs> All right, do the right thing was me. Yeah, that was the summer. Yes, early summer. Yep, I think. Then what did we do? Then we did rad. 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 Then and that was your pick. That was my Grace's pick. pick was Back to the Future too. Love it. And then, then we were going to do Breakfast Club for Halloween. And we didn't and we scream. Didn't do scream yeah. I love it. All right, I so this like is our fifth movie. Well before Halloween. Yeah, it probably was. You're probably I right. I think you're I think, right. I think we announced it, and yeah. then we scream cut in line. I think Freaking so. Skeet Ulrich mm-hmm. cut in line. Well, and COVID it was already and... has to do. Yes. And then, of course, we've had Derek had COVID. Uh, we had all the holidays mixed mm-hmm. in there, mumbo jumbo of holidays. But here we are, finally. Late January 2021, and it's time for The Breakfast Club. And somewhere in there, too, we decided, hey, why don't we just go with a high school theme? Yeah, Grace is graduating. We figured, uh, hey, Mm -hmm. what a great genre of movies. We're running out of time to do this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when she goes to Berkeley. Dylan starts high school next year. So, I mean, we'll be able to redo this over and over. Then right as Dylan's graduating, Michaelis Maddie starts high school. Boom. Yes, you'll be together oh. for a year. We'll have to definitely do some oh. some high school movies that, that year. Podcast but Dynasty the, take shape. So we, <laughs> I, I feel like I watched this movie a lot more than any of them that we've we've reviewed. Do the right yeah. thing. I'd watched it. I don't know three, four times over the last twenty five years, but then just once before. Did you grow up with this movie? With this movie, yeah. no. Well, I'll tell you this. I I remember watching it. I'm gonna guess. Somewhere around 1990. Okay. Um, and then maybe seen bits and pieces of it since then. Okay. Okay. So in 1990, you were 36? 
1990. Yeah, 1990, right? No. 36 years old? No, no. You're 63 mm-hmm. right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just like that you just looked You just looked out into like oh, the... Uh, Emily Jones. The horizon. <laughs> Grandfather. Yes. Um, what was I in 1990? 14. Okay. 14 mm-hmm. years old. That's about right. Yeah, so when I was trying to put that together, I just know it was it was eighth grade, I feel Four. like, was probably around the same uh, the time I saw this for the first time. So I feel I'm like, guessing on the years. and I may be wrong about this, but I feel like Breakfast Club was a big HBO movie. Probably. We were a big 80s. HBO family. I did not... I didn't. I did not see this movie in full until until Christmas of this past year. Wow! Oh, just wow. one of those that fell through the cracks. And yeah. I never caught up. I'd watch like 20, Star Wars for minutes. me. Yes, it's <laughs> exactly what I was thinking about. Star yesterday. Wars is a much bigger commitment, though. That's going to be. Uh, it's a much bigger crack. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Maddie's first movie reviews when she's in high school. We're going to do Star Wars all nine movies. All nine. By then, there'll be more of them. By then, there'll and be, be television episodes. The by, man- then, by then you will be 63. The mandolin. I keep pissing everyone off by calling it the mandolin. <laughs> the mandolin. The, those, those Mandalorian fans are very protective yes, of that show. they are. They are. Um, so you saw it for the first time. In full. In full. Mine, like I said, I'm, get, I'm thinking it was around eighth grade, and then I'm guessing I, I feel like we watched it again. Like Amy was really kind of into some of those, so I'm guessing... In the late 90s, I probably revisited it, and then I don't know since then. Um, I think for like a generation of women that are our age, this yes. is like, I was talking to my dear, sweet girlfriend, Nikki, yes. who will listen to this. That's sweet why I said Nikki. <laughs> and uh, she said that she's probably seen this movie 30 times. It's probably oh, wow. arguably her favorite 30 movie. 30 times. So do you... Hold on. Are you trying to classify this as a chick flick? No, no. I wouldn't uh, do the labels. But... We're not going to put the label on yeah. it, but we're just going to leave that there. But if we're in a necess- bucket, like if you had a bucket with chick flick on it, we'd I put this in that bucket. Do you think it's necessarily, quote unquote, a chick flick? No, not at is. all. I think like Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles probably. Now, I can't really remember road. those. I can't decipher those two in my head. I have memories yeah. of some of the characters in both of those movies. I think in terms of those being geared towards the teenage girl. I don't necessarily feel like Breakfast Club. No, was. definitely not. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Grace, your first time to see it was for this. Yeah, so, and so maybe I, October, I did, yeah. November. <laughs> I did not of um, 2017. Of course, yeah. So I did not grow up with this movie. Clearly, no. I'm all grown up right now. Now so. you had seen references to but Breakfast Club that's before what I was, you saw it. That's what I was gonna say. I grew up with references to Breakfast Club. And I had always like heard about the Breakfast Club, but I think I always kind of like mixed it in with the Brady Brunch, whatever that was. Okay. Did you say the br- Brady, Brady Brunch? brunch? <laughs> what is it called? The Brady Bunch. Hold on, are you thinking of the right thing? The Brady Bunch was the. Those are the ones that. Well, no, I just the just woman with three daughters. Names, just because of the name. Oh, so you were thinking brunch and breakfast. That's what I. That's where I was <laughs> going with this. You said Brady Brunch. I was like, Oh, I did. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's only nine oh two. Can we get some I waffles? <laughs> yeah. It's only nine oh two PM. <laughs> get some waffles going, please. Uh, Cue up the waffle maker. Um and so I know Community did a Breakfast Club episode. I think I read they? where there were like twenty three major either movies or television shows that had either done a Breakfast Club episode or part of the plot line of the movie referred to the Breakfast kind Club. Kind of pay in some homage way. to it. Yeah, yeah, paid homage to it. 
I know Nickelodeon Victorious, they did like a Breakfast Club yeah. type episode. And there was a lot of... I noticed some parallels. Did Sweet Life on Deck ever do one? <laughs> Riverdale did. Not that I Riverdale, Riverdale did. Riverdale did. Sprouse Tent Twins so, activated. And it's probably the weirdest Breakfast now. Club reference, but they had Anthony Michael Hall as the detention teacher. Really? Did you know that, Grace? I no. Well, I didn't notice that the first time, and oh, then wow. I, I haven't gone he back to watch. Now, how is he? Walks around and, and threatens he the very, kids. Is he very <laughs> much like Richard Sherman or not? Uh, he doesn't really. I, from what I recall, he doesn't really have much to do in the episode. No, he's just not there, really. I think, for okay. cachet. Yeah, kind of a yeah, no, nice little nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. off in the I corner mean, it's for them to say. That's what that show does really well is yeah. that they get those eighties, mm-hmm. nineties references. So yeah, my so I had memories of it, but I will say this, kind of just in leading off with this, as we went back to watch it again in preparation for this, we had. Uh, the whole family sat down for the breakfast club. Okay. And that's everything from parents down to 10-year-old Michaelis Maddie. Because my memories of it were far more innocent than what the movie really is. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's <laughs> the some movie, really hard well, spots yeah. in this movie. The movie is rated R, but do you think that the movie deserves to be rated R? Nah, probably it's it's Probably there's not. an F word threshold. Yes. You get like two or three in a PG thirteen movie. This obviously has more than that. Sure. But there's not really anything else I think that would like I read Roger Ebert's review and he was one of his paragraphs in the review was there's no reason this movie should be rated R. It's yeah. perfectly acceptable for teens. Yeah. I, and I, I felt think that way so. every time mm-hmm. I saw it. Yes. Not to say that there's not obviously parts Well, there's things now that wouldn't that wouldn't fly now that did yeah. then, you know, and, and moments there, I guess. And again, it wasn't horrible. Um it's well, not. Uh, Maddie sat through "Do the Right Thing" as well with us. Yeah, and I remember kind of thinking, <laughs> which my, one? My eyes are which the one? Size of which right one crossed now. the line more? You know? Oh, definitely oh, the uh, "Do the, the Right, right Thing." thing. Yeah. yeah. But now see, I. Okay. Even fast forwarding through the ice cube scene. The ice cube scene is definitely the worst thing, but there's. It's only in terms so of nudity. In, yeah, it's yeah. so intense though. Yeah. And then it's just so the ra- obviously racially charged. Yes, exactly. But I don't know. I kind of felt like that part was. But y'all, would you, the thing not to, uh, you you used it as a teaching moment, though. Oh, I definitely. Mean, that was, we were at a point where it was like, a teaching moment. You just didn't leave her. Yes, with no. It to we all sat down and talked way. for a long time after it. And we did not do that with the Breakfast Club, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> we let yeah. her run with it. Yeah, just, <laughs> just take this to the world. Um, but, well, uh, <laughs> like. HBO's running the American Pie movies right now. Yeah. And so I've watched, I've caught not the whole thing, but majority of those. And it's same genre, same vein, has that same kind of themes, the things that they tackle in those movies, but obviously they have the gross out humor. And that's the difference between those two. Yes. Like you wouldn't show, I wouldn't be comfortable for the three of us doing American Pie, I don't think. Really? Yeah. I, I think that that would be. There's some really definite things in that movie. And that what would is that about? Twelve fly. years. Twelve years after Breakfast Club. Uh, 13, 15, maybe. 15. 98 or ninety nine. Okay, all right. We, me, and you saw American yeah, Pie together over it. at Hewland Mall. Ooh, remember that? No. Yeah. Come on, Hewland yeah. Mall. Me and you, we watched it and sat out in the parking lot and sat there and talked because you were up from College Station and okay. I was like back home for a spell. Nice. 
Nice. Movies with the movie genius. Yeah. Before he was the Memor- genius. Memories. Oh, now nah, he was always the when. genius. Hello, I'm Grace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So going back and, and watching this again, uh, that first time, you know, some of those moments stuck out and it may have just been because we were watching it as a family and there was a 10 year old in the, in the room for some of the conversations that happened. But after that, really getting to focus in on it, man, I fell in love with it. I absolutely fell in love with this movie and the characters in it and just everything about it, just everything as far as how it's it's shot. And I'm not mm-hmm. one that usually pays attention to that. I'm no movie genius. Uh, I don't get into this you know trip, how yeah. the director did things, but man, it this was very noticeably well directed. It was, and one of the things I have written down over and over in my notes when I was looking through them today was it feels more like a stage play to me because the fact that they're most of the time contained in this one scene or this mm-hmm. one room, again, you get all the different camera angles and stuff, but the fact that they're always right there and what a key silence plays in the movie throughout the entire movie. Uh, mm-hmm. And just like, it feels to me like this could be something you could be sitting there watching people doing this live on a stage and just picking yep. up on all the little nuances of the looks on their face and the way they slowly move or or whatever, but absolutely fell in love with the movie. Uh, to I think Hughes, John Hughes, who has become a legend, uh, he wanted to do that in a confined area because he was afraid that he would, if he if he was more ambitious, that he would be shown to be a fraud as a director. So he thought, if I do something that's contained within... A small area, being a, a library, that people will not see the faults in my the fact that he was an sure. honest director. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Did you I see? Don't see the, have you seen the notes about the, the the library? Like that it was a gym. That it was a gym that was hosting a Simmons. arena league football team or something like that. Bill Simmons yeah. called it the greatest library in high school musical or high school music. High school history. Acapulco Island. Musical. Musical. What was that? No, I agree. I remember thinking that, and I've got that in my notes as well, is just saying, like, this is an amazing library. I mean, everything from, like, you know, the... Yeah, I mean, and one of the things they talk about in the commentary a lot is, like, those neon lights that run all the way around the perimeter of it. And it's three stories. It's a three-story library. I got so nervous when they're like jumping on the staircases and crawling, (laughs) like Judd Nelson's crawling up the railing and stuff. I'm like, this is like all makeshift. Yeah. Be careful, Judd. Be careful, sir. the, The actual library, which I would guess is... 90% 90% of the film, 95%. I yeah, mean, they're probably. in the hallways for little bits when they're running around, and then they're the out in front of the, the school. The bookends of the end, end of, uh, beginning and end. Yeah, so um, it, it's a, and one of the guys in the commentary kind of says this, is it's a, a character in itself, just the fact oh, that the actual, the actual library the depth, is. The depth yes, of field. Exactly. Uh, depth of field is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really something else. So the the movie starts off kind of just introducing us to each of the um, characters first in the parking lot, then they come into the library where they are there for Saturday detention. Very long Saturday. Detention. Very long Saturday. Yeah, nine hours. Nine hours. Because uh, 
Sherman says, "Is that legal?" That you have eight hours and fifty-one minutes, or whatever. At some Don't point, they start left. at seven. Yeah, they start yeah. at seven, and so I guess that means going till. But to uh, four, yeah, to four, what? Uh, and then, yeah, it's just the and and I really the 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 length of time that they're there and how early they get there. There are several things that I have questions about when we get into the movie. Okay. But to me, uh, them being there that long is, is very, it's kind of problematic. It is. It's really funny. But to, to backtrack one second, that first scene, the opening scene of all of them arriving at school, yeah. is absolutely brilliant screenwriting. You get a sense of every character in this immediately. Bender shows up. Judd Nelson shows up by himself after everybody's been dropped off. You get a sense of Emilio Estevez's dad. Yes. What a you want to blow your ride? You wanna... <laughs> <laughs> he was that that actor was that character in every movie yes. that he was in. Yeah. Uh, the dad who didn't care. Uh, Molly Ringwald's dad who didn't care. He's just gonna money's gonna cover all the yeah. problems. Uh, uh, the one of my favorites though was uh, Anthony Michael Hall's. Uh, mother and and then his sister and the mother saying something and the sister parroting whatever yeah yeah like he was yeah. something like <laughs> that's better, a great little you better, spot you better shape up mister yeah you better shape up mister yes like that stuff made me laugh every time but it's that scene is maybe two minutes it is uh, Ali Sheedy gets out of the car tries to say something to yes mom and dad, that's my favorite off. one of all of them because she yeah. kind of stands there for a second and then goes like she's going to the passenger window to talk and they just take off but every, after they nearly kill Bender every yeah. interaction. <laughs> Is paid off later in the movie. Yes, as you learn about yeah. the and that's just like background. the economics of that scene when you're talking about the movie's 93 minutes long and the e- the uh, economic screenwriting sure. of showing you who these Bang characters for your are. Buck, I mean, yeah, you know who these characters are within 30 seconds, yep. and then you can go from there. Exactly. So the the character development as a whole throughout the oh, whole absolutely. thing. I mean, you really feel like you know them all so well, and you're right. It all starts. Right there, and it transitions right into the library as they get in there, uh, because they all even walk into the room in their right. own ways. Like Allie kind of going around everyone and trying to stay in the background, Bender flipping things off the desk yes. as he comes through or whatever. Spitting for real up into the air and catching it in his mouth. Oh, so gosh. this was, it wasn't going to be, but oh, without no. question, the, my, my most problematic moment of the entire movie. So watching it every time, and and I would say we watched the first thirty minutes even more than than five or six times because we mm-hmm. started it so many times and then quit or whatever. That scene, I just do not like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's gross. It's gross. Did you hear him talk about that in the commentary? No, I didn't get to the commentary. Completely improv. Yes, and that he did it during. Uh, when the cameras were not rolling, right, and it brought such a uh, response from Mo- Molly uh, Ringwald that he knew he had to have it. So yeah. he knew he had to do <laughs> it because she a, was so that grossed happened out. A lot, right, with rehearsals and things. Yes, something would happen, and then they would have to have it in the movie. Definitely. And there's a lot of talk on that commentary as well as if you go read about this online. Just like they spent so much time together. They stayed together even they, when it wasn't rolling. Well, they did a three-week rehearsal, which yes. is very rare. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, a lot of directors would love to have that kind of rehearsal time, and they just don't get it because of schedules. But for him to have uh, three weeks with those actors and actresses, you can see it on screen. Yes, The no fact doubt. that they have uh, inhabited their characters. Another thing is he shot a million feet of film, yes. which is uh, a million feet is considered like 
uh, epic. Like oh, yeah. I think like Magnolia shot over a million feet of film, and yeah. it was like three and a half hours long. Like a ninety-minute movie does not shoot a million feet of film. <laughs> yes. So that was always like a big deal that he just let those guys kind of stew in those characters. Yeah, they could do whatever they wanted as long as it was in the framework of the script. And he was always they were. I mean, just the amount of stuff where they must have just always been rolling. Like to hear those guys say, I didn't even know that was going to end up in the movie. Right. Or that was just me kind of on a whim. I mean, not to, and this isn't ruining anything, but that last, the last scene you see, the freeze frame on Bender. Yeah. I mean, that was just him doing something. Uh, it's, you know? com- it's like maybe the last 50 years of movies, well, 40 years from 80 on, that's maybe a top five iconic so moment. So iconic, mm-hmm. yeah. Without top a doubt. 10 iconic moment. So. I don't even know that we need to address like I don't I don't want to walk through this movie bit for bit and right. just like replay it for everyone. If you are listening to the podcast and you haven't watched it recently, now would be a great time to go back and watch it. You can finish the podcast, of course, if you want. But um, some questions for you guys, and this is is just kind of as we were uh, going through, and then I had a little bit of an assignment for both of you that we'll get to as well. But from your standpoint, which of the five main uh, high school characters is the biggest reach or maybe overdone? My, I kind of think of them okay. both. Uh, do you think any of those five, from your experiences in high school, would you consider like, I never really saw one quite like that? Um, I'm sorry, Grace, did you want to go first? Mm, I had my finger in my ahead. eye. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'll go. Um, I would have to say Allie. Okay. And oh. why? Just. Mm. <laughs> that's okay. I don't know. Like, I feel like I've seen Bender. Like, today in class, I noticed, like, oh my gosh, that kid is Bender. Yeah, there are Benders yes. for sure. And then. There's definitely Brian's, I feel like. And Andy. Yeah. Um, Claire is kind of. Like cheerleader, know. cheerleader slash kind of. I mean, there? maybe not at our high school. Seen, I don't know, but no, I've never really seen anyone like that. Just kind of like heard it. I've yes. never been around that, so okay. I couldn't tell you. But what I about think for Allie, you, Derek? Um, I think uh, probably Emilio would be my choice for that. As far as the biggest reach, or that he overdid it, maybe, or kind of oversold the role. Uh. Not that, not that the dad thing doesn't. Parent and athlete doesn't play a part. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's honestly picking nits at this point because sure. I really love him in the movie. Oh man, they're all five outstanding. I'll lead off like saying that there are definitely things that I uh, really like to poke fun, and I kind of want to get into some of the stuff. Uh, but uh, man, it's hard. These are all yes. all these characters and actors play. They're so good, and they there's are. a reason why they're all still working. Yeah. They're great. I mean, Molly Ringwald is on Riverdale, Scott. Yes. You yeah, you can't, Come on. you can't get much Come better on. than that. Mine's Allie as well. Uh, and I think it's just, and I definitely feel like that character, I went to school with that character and multiples of that girl and multiples of probably each of these characters, but especially during the very beginning moments of the library with Allie, I felt like, just so, and it's so well done, and I love that character so much, and I love uh, Ali Sheedy and the way she portrays it, but there are moments in the beginning of it where I kind of felt like, man, I never was quite around someone quite like that. Um, 
Another question, Derek. This one's for you. Have you okay. ever? Did you ever go to Saturday detention? Did y'all have it too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, sixty second story. Okay, I'll be super let's fast. do it. Uh, one day, as when I was a senior, don't do this, Grace. We were <laughs> had gotten late to the lunch line, and there were me and Sean, buddy Sean and Tommy. Sure. Uh, excuse Tommy. me. And Tommy. he, we were in the back of the lunch line, uh, like the um, oh the snack bar line, and. Both of us, uh, we were done with basketball, and uh, we were only playing golf, uh, so really didn't, uh, if we kind of got caught, anyway, we went to Sonic. We did not have open campus, we went to Sonic. Yeah. And we ended up getting caught, because they saw us walking across the parking lot, leaving the parking lot. So we had to call our parents in the from Don Micah's office, and... Uh, Tommy calls his mom. His mom freaks out. Tommy, oh, you're no. almost done with school. You've screwed up. Yeah, you're going your ride. Sean's mom was like, <laughs> hey, no big deal. Ride. And I get on the phone with my mom and I was like, hey, mom, I got caught going to Sonic and leaving campus, so I'm going to have Saturday detention. And first thing I'm out of my mom's mouth was, well, did you have enough money? <laughs> <laughs> it's like she just, Tommy's mom just completely ripped into him that he was yes. ruining yeah. his life. Yes. And my mom was like, well, did, we only give you $3 a yeah. day. Did you have enough did for Sonic? Did you have enough for Sonic? I was just like, <laughs> yeah, mom, awesome. I did. But we had uh, Saturday detention. Uh, what were the hours? Only like four hours, yeah. 8 to 12. Ours was 8 to 12, too. Yeah, we I played actually, computer games the whole time. Really? We didn't mm-hmm. have... Mine was pre... The computer being in abundance, I guess, because uh, most of mine happened in ninth grade, um, and in Brian, that was at Lamar, which was really close to Blockbuster. Do you remember that campus, Lamar? Yes. Okay, we played basketball there a lot, yeah. I think, uh, when you were there, and I would, um, me and my buddy generally would get it together, but one of the really things that, that kind of... Uh, um, stuck out to me in this movie was towards the end when they're all talking about why they're there, and Allie said she has nothing better to do. So my good mm-hmm. friend, my again, uh, my the best man of my wedding, Charlie, I can remember at least once, and there may have been twice, where he spent the night at my house Friday night and went to Saturday D-Hall, which is what we called it, or detention, with me because he had nothing else to do. <laughs> And we would sit in detention and write <laughs> <He> raps <laughs> back and forth. That's pretty great. And like they would basically be like mm-hmm. you would. Be, it was basically like writing slam poetry back and forth at each other. So we were just writing dis, dis like we were dissing each other with rhymes right. that we would write, and then we'd kind of <laughs> wad it up and throw it across the table. Now here's the thing. This is what I was thinking too. When I was watching this. All right, so this was one grade. In uh, ninth grade was at this school, and that was it. And it was in the cafeteria, and the thing would be full every Saturday. I Uh. think they gave Saturday detention out like that was the punishment. There was no other detention. Right. You went Saturday. If you messed up, you go Saturday. Because it's easier to corral you like cattle. Well, and there's no Mm -hmm. teacher that wants to show up at 7, so you can go from 7 to 8. No one wants to stay late. So it was like, you know... We'll get one of the assistant principals or whatever to go up there Saturday from, and if I remember, I think it was eight to noon, because that was about my threshold to be without food back then. So it mm-hmm. like I would eat at seven forty five, and then by noon I'd be starving again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I, I want to talk about. The like we've got to talk about the food in this movie. Oh yeah, and lunch. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the things I really wanted to do on this, Derek, and I should have executed on it more, but I was going to have for all of us, um, 
Cap'n Crunch and uh, what are the sugar two skulls? Pixie sticks. Pixie stick sandwiches for dinner. So uh, I don't know. I was waiting to, before we talked to lunch, but um... <gasps> oh no! <gasps> stop it. <laughs> So, do we want to talk about this? Yeah, let's yeah. talk about it. So, f- for lunch, they which was one of my favorite scenes. It is, yes. Uh, Emilio Estevez, his character brings what quite possibly is the biggest feedback that I've ever seen for mm-hmm. lunch. Easily could feed four guys. So, yes. he has three sandwiches, a family bag, family-sized bag of chips, a family-sized bag of chocolate chip cookies, a carton of milk, then he goes back into the bag for a banana and an apple. Was there not donuts or something in there the, too? It was, the, it was chocolate chips, wasn't it? Cookies. Yeah. The, okay, the, the bag. Okay. But uh, he had like uh, the biggest head of uh, iceberg lettuce. Kept falling <laughs> off. Kept falling out. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part is when he's reaching back into the bag is Judd Nelson's face of amazement. Yes. But uh, the other thing which, is is that Ali Sheedy reaches for a sandwich, which has olive loaf on it. Yeah, gosh. And she takes olive loaf, the slice of olive loaf, which, by the way, thinnest slice of olive loaf. Yes. There's got to be maybe a gram of protein in that thing. <laughs> Throws it up onto the statue, and it sticks to the face and then falls off, which is a good laugh. Mm. But she takes the olive loaf off, and then what does she put on the sandwich, Grace? Pure sugar. She puts pure pure sugar as I rifle through this bag. Mm-hmm. What does she put on there? Specifically, do you remember? Mm-mm. We you just remember? said it. Pixie, pixie sticks, sticks and, and Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. She puts pixie sticks. The bread is buttered. <laughs> I was thinking it was mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. No? And she puts Captain Crunch. No, it's butter. Oh, I looked man. it up. So I've got it. Yes. Do Are we, we going to do this? I don't want to force you to eat it. But do you want to make the sandwich and take one bite of it? That's all I was thinking. Yes. I made all this. I made the, I buttered the bread and everything with gloves. Everything is hygienic. It went straight into the bag. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about food I'm not even worried about that. Did you put something in there for us to throw across the kitchen? Olive loaf? (laughs) Yeah. No, I I almost got (laughs) olive loaf. But where do you find, I don't think you can find olive loaf anymore. I don't even know. I wouldn't Mm. think so. I don't think so. I haven't seen that in years. So I've got uh, grape. Punch, uh, Maui Punch Cherry and Orange Pixie Sticks uh, for you to choose from. She puts two Pixie Sticks on there. I figured we'd just <laughs> And then, it you on know, there. the other yeah. thing with that is she puts the paper from the Pixie Sticks into her Coke. That bothered Coke. me. Why? I have no idea. Allie. I have no mm. idea. I'm going Maui Punch, though. I've already decided. All right. All right. So is everybody So everyone it? has their own bread everyone here? Everyone has their own. Should, should we take a break and do this and come back? No, we should do it right we're now. We're going to do right it now. as we right talk. Now. Okay. Do it live. Man, look at this. You made oh, separate what? baggies for everyone. What do you want, uh, Scott? What kind of uh, pixie stick oh, would you I don't like? care. So you buttered the bread? This I buttered the bread. <laughs> <laughs> I did, on one. Just on one slice. And oh, I didn't go overboard. Man. She had... This is where we should be a video podcast right now. Well, you just you just talk, keep talking. So we've got uh, some good, nice Wonder Bread that has been buttered. (laughs) Which which pixie stick do you want? I'm taking I'm taking Maui. You're (laughs) doing two, right? No, I'm not going to do two. I am. Okay. How many does she do? She does two. Okay, I'll take uh, whatever. Just wild card. I'll take two. Whatever you this grab. Okay, here have Maui and cherry. Nice. Highlight of my life so far. Oh, right, God. Doing what? this right now. It's the highlight of her life. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay. I don't know how I'm gonna feel after I eat it. Go but for right it, Grace. Now. <laughs> so you put the pixie stick on. Yes. And then 
Then you put uh, the uh, and the thing is Captain too Crunch. like when you put the pixie stick on you don't pour you pour it on from like five feet above <laughs> oh, which I'm just, not really gonna do she because... just decorate oh god that's <laughs> yes. so blue <laughs> so blue oh, that no. Maui is so oh, blue oh man. he's going you know for two I'm going to also oh wow y'all are really going for it yeah I was really I was Double. thinking oh, look at this I was really thinking that you guys were gonna bail oh, now here's the thing yeah these are nice here's the thing after you put the crunch and stuff on there that is going Going to dump out of the bottom, so we I know. need to. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make a huge we mess. Need we really, need Michaelis Maddie. We really need to uh, figure out. I'm gonna try and so like. I'm gonna try and contain amazing. mine a little bit. Okay. Well, that's uh, why I left the bag. I thought if everybody had a bag, you could easily put it. You back put in way the bag. too much on there, Dad. No, her, she puts she a huge amount. Puts a huge amount, and that was her. That was Sheedy's choice too. Yeah. She said she wanted crunch. I can't remember which side was buttered on this. I so like I'm just crunch. No, so here's this the other thing. Me. I've I... now made mine and now I'm going to put my full body weight of you, pressure. That's down. what you gotta do. That's what you gotta <laughs> do. She, and she when she did that, it was still like two inches thick. Mine is not because I weigh more than Ali Sheedy. Oh boy. I is your dog diabetic? Because I just dropped oh, oh, syrup. Oh, watch out. She's is it for real? <laughs> no, no, like she'll be fine, but she's just gonna throw up later. Oh my god, let's not do that. <laughs> It's going to be like a war zone. <laughs> Hold on, you were supposed I was going to film you. Oh. I was hungry. How was it? <laughs> it's the worst thing ever, isn't it? What does it taste like, Scott? Uh, I'm going to have to take multiple bites. You Some know, weird. It doesn't taste bad at all. It's, Not it's at all. just straight starch. This reminds me of one time during lunch when I put... Cheese it's on my ham and oh. cheese sandwich, and the girl next to me was so disgusted. She Those thought that was best. gross. But look at what I'm about to eat. It can't be that bad. No, oh. here goes Grace. Grace is taking a bite. She's oh. giggling. Oh, it's no. amazing. Oh no! I can the pixie. I didn't think I'd be able to taste that. It's Scott's extreme. gone for a second bite. <laughs> All right, I gotta try it now. I'll yeah. spit it out. It's really good. I think I'm gonna put gonna pixie stick on out. all my sandwiches now. All right, you can't Let's spit it out. It. Let's see it, Derek. Yep, I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I'm it is really, kind of good. I am really. Uh, did you just admit that it's good? It is well, good. It kind of tastes like a dessert of some kind. No, type. if it was something other than bread, like I don't know what you would trade out the bread Here's for. Here's the bottom but... line: you're mixing butter and sugar. That's always going to win. Always. That's always going to be great. Tortillas with butter and sugar? Yes. A little honey? Bread, <laughs> which you, is what we're you doing. You can't tell I'm overweight. This is Cap'n Crunch <laughs> toast, basically, is what we're doing. Oh, Derek loves it, too, I think. That's tasty. Honestly. <laughs> it's pretty good. Now, here's, so here's Why my question. Oh. If you have to pick between any of their lunches, knowing what we know now... Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to take it over Claire's sushi, which has been sitting mm. in room temperature, okay. I guess, That's, for the last yeah. four hours. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys like sushi? I don't mind it, but I've never had I'm it. not having it. You've take, never had it? I'm not taking it to Mm-mm. Saturday detention lunch. Because it's not in a cooler. She doesn't have it like You've enough. had like California roll or something like that, right? Or I mean, that's just not really cheese that and seaweed. Yeah. Maybe. From Dossie or like whatever. I like rice. Yeah, you would like it a lot. <laughs> um, but the... Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'd probably take Andy's. Brian's got a super new. Uh, no, he's I got like, all the food I like groups. Brian's. All he, the food groups and no are crust. represented. No crust. That yeah, I have to say, having the, your crust cut off okay. is and, a high score. And, but the problem is too. I think if you're going to take Brian's lunch, you have to take Bender with it. 
in that moment? Do you want Bender? No, you want to be Allie. You want to be. No one's coming at you and trying to take your stuff. They all turn around and look at her. Yeah, but who cares? She's just enjoying it. I mean, uh, Claire has to deal with explaining what sushi is, and then Bender (laughs) says, "You won't let a guy stick his tongue in your mouth, but you'll eat that." Uh, and so then here's my question. I think Andy's or Andrew's, it would just be pure exhaustion trying to eat all that. I could do it. So Easily here's my, 5,000. Challenge so here's my question. Yeah. They get there at 7. Lunch comes up. All they eat, all she eats is this starch sandwich. Yes. Starch <laughs> and sugar sandwich. At 4 o'clock, how, do, how are they doing anything? She's got to be starving. Well, doesn't she have a Coke? Because <laughs> there's so zero, much substance she's in had that. Zero grams of protein. Mm-hmm. She's had a Coke, which she drank off the desk. But by that's the way. how. But that's how kids are, right? I, I think, think kids was, can go was, days. She was probably fine. What I'm saying is, do you think at some point that we didn't see Emilio just shares his feed bag? Probably <laughs> could have been. I kind of wanted like that moment with that. like Bender getting some food from from Andrew would have been. A heartwarming moment, I think. I'm going to tell you something. Bender this, had no food. Bender had no food. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he was going to try to um, carjack, hijack. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because um, he sits down. First thing he says, what are we having? What are we having? Yes. Yeah. And it's like a thermos. What do you think's in that thermos? He said soup. What kind of soup? Yeah. Veg- it's got to be vegetable, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's got to be vegetable. Alphabet oh, vegetable. Well, the the scene after that where when Bender says, I'll do an impersonation of life at Brian's house. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, everybody's starting to have lunch, and then he does what's arguably the most violent thing in the movie. Yes. And just in mm-hmm. terms of, like, imagery. Well, yeah. the Because um, it's back-to-back of him doing Brian's parents that he yeah. ends with his. Mr. Johnson uh, uppercutting his wife after they kiss. <laughs> yes. Uppercut. <laughs> yeah. But it is such a, a great scene. Choice. It's like, um, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into uh, Andrew. And like, this is one of the things I really love. Again, with all the character development, the little things in that moment is when uh, Bender is describing life at Brian's house. They flash to Emilio. And Emilio's kind of laughing. But then it's a really subtle movement of laughing to feeling sorry for Brian. No, I feel like he just didn't want to laugh at whatever Bender was doing. Well, I think, too, to me, I see a little bit in his eyes of just like, this is too far. You've gone too far or whatever at this Mm -hmm. point. And he tries to call him out. And then, of course, it turns into Bender unveiling his cigar burn scar on his Mm -hmm. arm. Right, which we don't know. We don't know if anybody's ever telling the truth in this movie. No. (laughs) At certain points, yeah. I think. I feel like we do. But. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of feel like that was the tip of it. To me, if you're going to think that anything started to become truthful at that point, I think it starts with him basically having an emotional breakdown and showing this scar and then climbing up three flights of stairs from the outside of the stairs. On the make, in the makeshift gym. In like throwing a fit or whatever, you know. And then I think it, that's to me like it begins to break down. They all begin to break down at that right. point. Right. And Brian was probably already broken down, honestly, because he's like the most transparent of all of them. Just like, <laughs> this is me. Quick aside, uh, quick question. Um, so Vernon, who is the teacher that is watching them. We yes. have talked about Vernon. Mm-mm. Uh he also is having lunch. He spills uh, his coffee yes. onto mm-hmm. the food. 
What is that? I would every time he would do that. I would when we were watching it, watching it. I would issue a like a damn it or whatever every time because (laughs) it just like feels like it's grounds. What's in that thermos? I'm assuming it's instant coffee that hadn't been completely. Well, that's probably true. It looks like raw sewage. Yeah, mm. it looks bad. It, looks yeah. awful. it just yeah. attaches to the bread on a sandwich and then stays it, above the it surface. It doesn't come out as a liquid. There no. is something mm. physical, it solid in that drink. Yeah, I was assuming it was coffee grounds or something. God, like it's some a lot of coffee way. grounds. Yes, it yeah. was. I thought for some reason he hadn't made his coffee yet. Could have been. Could've I like the fact that uh, I didn't think that these uh, sandwiches were going to be a hit. I've almost finished mine. Grace is over there shotgunning pixie sticks. Yes. She'll be up until three to th- in the <laughs> yeah. morning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you took two healthy bites. Two healthy yours. bites, and they were really good. It just became such a mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Allie clearly didn't care about that. Well, I'm now super afraid that the doll is just gonna at three in the morning when Grace finally comes down from her pixie stick guy. How about a little another question? Um, and again, we're just gonna start jumping all over at this point. There's okay. no point yeah. in trying to stay in order. Um, and this is one I kind of saw posed online, and it was actually out there in recent discussions and articles, like in the last two or three years, is do you think Allie sold out by allowing Claire to give her the makeover and then come out? And basically, like it ends that you are yeah. led to believe her and Andrew are going to have a relationship. Well, she just got the jock. I think no. those questions, there's one, that the question about that scene leads into the end of the movie because where do they are, are we sure that they are going to be have a relationship, you know, because to backtrack. Yeah. Um Ali Sheedy's this misfit who's kind of not goth but would be kind of considered more like yeah. uh, the cure, like being Recluse. into the cure yeah. or something that uh, dark eye, uh, eyeliner and hair and all that good stuff. And then she gets from the prom queen, basically gets a makeover at the end of the movie. Emilio Estevez is like, "Oh my god, look how pretty you are now! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't consider you yeah, uh, to be that, a beautiful lady." Um... <laughs> I don't think it works. I don't think the end. Of, I don't think Ali she- the end Ali Sheedy works. Like, like from what the do movie, you mean? I don't think it works. Like I think it's a misstep in the movie. Really? Yeah. I kind of I, I agree, but I think to me I see moments where I feel like Andrew is already trying to look below the surface with her, and well, at the point when they walk to get cokes for the lunch break, yes, and he says, "What's your poison?" They have that whole conversation. He tells a lie as to why he's there or whatever. But there's several times where he. He like stops and they just stare at each other for like this awkward three or four seconds before they proceed, which again might be a little bit of good direction there or whatever. But um, to me, like again, watching it numerous times now, I feel like, hey, that's him recognizing now, like, hey, there's something here I'm attracted to. You know what I mean? And then, but and then when she walks out with more the Claire look or before the big final scene. Where they're all together up on the second tier, third tier, whatever it is. Yeah, the two of them have a scene where they find common ground with the fact that uh, both of them, it, it's their parents. The sure. parents are the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have this very kind of raw, emotional, vulnerable scene with the two of them, and that's yes. when they kind of connect. Yes, yeah. But I don't think that I don't think that Ali Sheedy, her character, would 
get the makeover. Allow Claire to do it. I don't think she would allow Claire to do it. I don't think, I think that she's her own individual, that she's got her own sense of where she's going, and she does things for attention, but I don't think necessarily that she would do that. There's yeah. a lot of people, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, of criticism about that scene. Okay. And I agree right. with it. But there's, Ali Sheedy loves that scene. You yeah. may have just changed my mind. Yeah, I'm not going with it, but I, I can see where you're coming from. Generational completely. coming together. We're high on pixie sticks. One of the one of the things, and this kind of leads to that, is, and especially if you were to consider, she returns back to whatever, right? Like how she was when she arrived. Let's say Monday they all come back to school, and she is Allie. She's seven a.m. Allie, and not four p.m. Allie. There's no, yeah. There's no way she's coming to school. Yeah, yeah. She's not. I agree. Are we all in agreement that she's yes. back to normal? Uh, I'm going to say not back to all. Uh, what's I no, say normal baseline? Whatever her seven normal baseline is. Okay. So here's here's the thing. I was thinking. Uh, I do agree. Like, there's no way she feels comfortable enough Monday because she built that. up comfort comfort over nine hours with these people mm-hmm. to where she felt like she could show it. That was my thought. And I get it. I think like, yeah, it's a long shot. But I think that she felt like, you know, again, there had been these I think walls torn down. Um with Claire, I think it was just a little closer to who she wanted to be. Because I think just this outer like spikiness yeah she was more comfortable but like whatever shirt she was wearing like she had that under whatever she came in right sure sure yeah so i have to think that part of her um wants to be more like that not like she's gonna be like claire i think her personality is still the same yeah i think think it's still the same in that crowd more i don't think she flips to be like claire but Mm -hmm. but i also my guess is monday she's not all the way back to Allie. I think she's got a little bit more confidence and a little yeah. bit more secureness. Now, and this leads to my question, and this is my biggest question of the movie, right? Okay. So when they are all, this is whatever, 75, 80% through the movie, when they're all sitting up on the third floor and they're all kind of revealing their truths, like this mm-hmm. is the moment, right? Brian talks about bringing the flare gun <laughs> to school. Emilio talks about taping some kids' butt cheeks together. Uh, whatever. They're all burying their soul. And so. Allie actually says, I came because I had nothing better to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Which that's one of the ones I did wonder, like, is she still lying? But whatever. Well, she says she's lying. Yeah. She says she's a compulsive liar because she talks about yeah. other things and makes up all these kind of outlandish stories. And then she says, my problem is I'm a compulsive liar. So there's a really emotional moment in here when Brian, I believe, brings up Hey, on Monday, is this going to be different? Are we going to be able to say hi to each other? So here's my question to you guys, Grace. I'll pose it to you first. Which two are least likely to say hi to each other on Monday? So, and by that meaning, they walk by and they either both completely ignore each other or one of them tries and the other one's like, nah, I'm not, I don't know you. You're too far away on my, mm-hmm. on the spectrum for me. Yeah. Mm, I want to say, I obviously don't want to say any of the ones that seem to be coupled up at the end. Like Bender and Claire. Like Bender and Claire. And I don't, I don't think it would be them. Um, obviously not um, Claire and Andy. 
Because they came in kind of together. Yeah, sure. And, oh, I don't know. Derek. Derek, jump in. Thoughts. So we're asking save me. the two people that would not say hi. Yeah, most likely to not say hi. Definitely Bender. Bender's, I promise you, Bender has cronies that okay. he, now he might say something and insult that person. Yes, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Bender is definitely one, and I would guess Emilio probably. I was gonna go Andrew. Well, I think Andrew is the is the key for me, and then I think it's either to Bender or Brian, either one of them. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. again assuming Emilio or Andrew, excuse me, and Allie do have this thing. At the very least, I think he's not not saying hi back to her. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> Even if she comes back dressed back like mm-hmm. seven a.m. Allie or whatever. Um, and I don't know which direction it goes, but I kind of feel the same way, but with Andrew. Either that Andrew's walking down the hall with the rest of the wrestling team, and I could see he and Bender both completely pretending like they're not in the same room, or, you know, same thought, same group, and Brian walks by and he can't afford to risk, right. you know, yeah. that. I think I would go Bender and Andy. But it's I think the male right. characters, I think, to me. And mm-hmm. I, and I kind of wondered... And this is where I wanted to ask you, Grace, is I kind of wonder as I was watching, is, is it because I relate more to those three? Right. I kind of wondered if you were going to say Claire and Allie. Of course, but they have such a moment there with the makeover, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. I don't know. But that's a, that to me was like the, the big takeaway from it. And that's the scene where it really like brings it all together, that they all came into this moment. That's a 20-minute scene. Separate deals. Each right? one of them get their own monologue basically yes. yeah and uh they really um they really come together at that point but like you know in high school your vulnerability is is like a currency you have to really be careful to who you give it to yes because it can be used against you you're it could be you know if you say that you're this or you're that you know you've done this or you haven't done that then that can be used against you and you know, it does bring you closer to others, and that's what happens in the movie is is that all of them allow themselves to be vulnerable for a second. That great part of that whole scene when they're, they start throwing out things that they can do. Yes. <laughs> and Anthony Michael Hall's like, well, I can make spaghetti. I can make yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> it's such a great moment. It is. And, you know, I think that's what makes that time so special. Uh, but also, it, it's another reason why it makes it so horrible for some kids, you know, for a lot of kids. And it's just because it's just so fragile, that vulnerability. And it's hard. Those kids are having a hard time finding their own groups. And they're having to be the thing that they don't want to be in their own little cliques. Yeah. And that's what, that, I think that scene is so special. It, it's easily one of my favorite in a teen high school movie. It's just there's so much insight. Yes. And no so doubt. much truth being spoken in that scene. Yeah, it's good. Well, I like it. So we all went with basically the three guys in some capacity. You agree, mm-hmm. Grace? Concur. Yep. All right. So one of the things as far as like a little assignment that I gave Grace, Derek, was to recast this with kids that could fit those roles now. So if they did a Breakfast Club 2021, who and, would play the five I'm- main the director. Yes. You didn't do Sherman and Carl, right? You just did the no, five. No, I did do this. Oh, you did? Wow. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. And I'll say this was with assistance from my sister and co-host on the Head Cannon and Loose Cannons of podcast. Of course. Plug your, your show. Plug your <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. Plug, plug your in show. it. <laughs> 
All right, let's go. I'll let you go in whatever order you want to go in. Okay, and I then have a give Google... us some reference because I feel like I'm okay. not going to have heard of most of these people. That's definitely possible. Okay, uh, I tried to do a mix of like people you would know and then people where I can explain. Okay, kind of. let's do it. So here it is. We're starting. <laughs> is it a PowerPoint presentation? It is a PowerPoint presentation. Because I can't see it. You're oh, looking no, at it. I know, I know, I know. I Did just you really have this PowerPoint for, it? Yes. After this with is pictures? done. With pictures? With pictures. Oh, wow. I can put it up on the TV later. And we can on the TV? It. Put it up on the, on the IG. <laughs> I'll put it on Instagram. Okay, all right. Do an Instagram presentation. Okay. Man, we should so, have a screen share here. For we should have the principal. <laughs> Why didn't we do this via Zoom? <laughs> go to your room. Let's take a break. Go to your room and we'll I Zoom. We'll Zoom. Okay. I will go home and we will Zoom. <laughs> All right. So for the principal, uh, this one I didn't really take a risk. Um, you might know him. You might not. He's on the Saturday Night Live cast. Alex Moffat. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Okay. Moffat. No, <laughs> He's not French. Mm-mm. I like um, him a lot. Yeah, I only know him from SNL. He kind of just looks like uh, close enough. We'll cast you. So that's and Sherman. And he, ha- he has to be funny. I thought yeah, it was Vernon. obviously Vernon. Vernon. I, what do I keep Vernon. saying? Sher- 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 Sherman, Sherman, Illinois. You're thinking Am I of, thinking uh, of former Seattle Seahawks cornerback Richard, Richard Sherman? Sherman. <laughs> yeah, because his name is Richard. <laughs> Richard Vernon. Oh god. Of course, they call Vernon. him the nickname for that's Richard. Horrible. Okay. I want to go back and correct all that. <laughs> Well, if it makes you feel Alex better, Moffitt. I said Brady Brunch. Okay, it does make <laughs> me feel a lot better. <laughs> okay, for Carl, our janitor, um, I have Taylor Swift. Now, oh, listen. that's inspired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did this with the help of Dylan, and she's a major Taylor Swift fan. I know you tried to call me a hater earlier. You are a hater. This is not an insult. I, think I gave this you. A, just I gave the group a Taylor Swift Christmas <laughs> yes. present, and you just threw it on the ground. I thought you would <laughs> stick with the SNL and go with Andy Samberg here. I thought he would be a great Carl. I do like, like maybe Taylor a, Swift, like yeah. pretending to like sweep, and she's just like mm-hmm. this talented It'll singer. Kind of funny. So yeah, this is kind of a joke, but I think she could do it. It's, it's just, not a joke it's because it's perfect. on the PowerPoint. It's on the PowerPoint. It's not a joke. And along with this, I decided. Um, as I'm making, I made myself the director. Like I have things in here along with the casting, things that I'm changing about okay. the movie. I like just it. little things. Nice move. Um, so I'm putting Taylor in charge of the soundtrack. I'm gonna ask her to make another album, and this time make it kind of '80s reminiscent. Ooh, okay. When she's done, will you go? This sucks, Taylor. It's background music. <laughs> Happy birthday. It is Happy background <laughs> music. Happy birthday, Taylor. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. We love you. Sorry. Okay. Next is Allie. I picked Zendaya. Ooh. Okay. Why wouldn't you pick Zendaya? Why wouldn't I of pick course. Zendaya? So her character in the MCU Spider-Man MJ um, is also very like moody, kind of sarcastic. So we know she can kind of do this role well. And then she's also in Euphoria, which is a much more serious show. So she can also bring in that. Zendaya? Zendaya. Oh, sorry. Shermer. Yeah, don't mess Sherman. this up. Derek, did we and ever talk can, about she can hide behind her the hair. My Hero Bill Simmons did an entire podcast where he pronounced it Zendaya? Oh, God. <laughs> no. And his guest. And that we watched so, it. So they, you so... know, they do theirs on video. Mm-hmm. And it was a really good one. It was like 
who won 2019. Mm-hmm. And so they do it they, like it's a March Madness yeah. bracket. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And they so were, the entire, and she makes it to the final four. I know. So he can, he has to co- repeatedly say Zin, Zendaya. She Zendaya. Beat yeah. Billie Eilish. Yeah. Zendaya. I love Zendaya more than I love Billie Eilish. And we Eilish, love Bill Simmons. But so let's Billy, make that clear. Well, I don't. <laughs> yes, after you he do. did this. Come on. You pray to sports Jesus in this house. <laughs> he got it right. And actually, so Gregson and I went back because he has a guest mm-hmm. on with him that he's been yep. doing this with for a long time, another writer or whatever. And we were trying to determine who was the first one that took a mess, misstep. And it mm-hmm. wasn't him, right? Didn't we kind of no. figure the yeah. guest, uh, the other guy says it and then... Because no, Bill says Zendaya. Bill says Zendaya, then the other guy says Zendaya, and then Bill just keeps saying Follows Zendaya. Suit, like I did with y'all with Richard Sherman. Mm. <laughs> Very disappointing. I'm not saying anything. Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Hall next. Of Famer. Gosh. Andy. Who's next? Andy. And uh, Derek. Cole Sprouse. Well, <laughs> Dylan close. Sprouse. No. Oh. Charles Melton. He is Reggie on Riverdale. Oh god, he's very talented. Have you seen uh, "Son Is Also a Star"? No. Have is you it? not seen that? <laughs> why do I? Why do I love Riverdale more than you do, Grace? I know. I what know, is happening? I know. He's re- oh. Hey, watch that this movie. Is he's really good this is the job. This is Andy. Really good in it. Yeah, I was okay. And my last point is: at first, I was worried that Charles Melton was too pretty to play this role, but it's a risk I'm willing to take as the Can director. Can this guy pull off that dancing? <laughs> I don't know, but that he's. <laughs> He's an Adonis. Is he? He's very, very like he's, attractive. Yeah, he almost, he doesn't feel like a wrestler. In your take on it, you should change the sport to tennis. He looks what? like a tennis player to I me. I think he's too big to Is he? Tennis. You're watching, looking at the right person. I'm looking yeah. at like a tall, slender, dark haired guy. I mean, he's he looks like, like broad. Uh, Is he broad? Look for a topless picture, uh, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look up Charles Milton's shirtless. And then, of course, as soon know. as I find images, I click on images, and there he is. You know why I said that? Because in Riverdale, he is without a shirt like Most of 60% the of the time. <laughs> okay. By the way, Scott, did you know that there are no unattractive people in Riverdale? Do you know that? <laughs> Not even Skeet? <laughs> oh, come Skeet on. Skeet is like... He's the he poor man's Johnny Depp, right? Exactly. <laughs> All the ladies. The Riverdale He's fans a just love him. Love him. Oh, okay. So his character in Riverdale, Reggie, is a football player who also faces pressure from his father. Well, I, we're pretty Who's sure his dad abusive. Abusive. His dad oh, beats his him. His dad like hits him and comes to his football practices. Does he and ever yell? Do you want to blow your ride? You know what? He, yes, he's Similar, like yes, yeah. he did absolutely uh-huh. do that. He's like Tim McGraw on Friday Night Lights. Really? He comes out of the stands and like grab him by the face mask. Mm. You're screwing everything up. Oh, yeah. Ah, then, poor Charles. It, later, later in that episode, he takes a golf club or a baseball bat to his dad's car. Yeah. Oh. At the end. With, with uh, Archie. Do you think mm-hmm. at some point Andrew does Archie. that to his dad? Uh, I don't know. At some point, he's going he's yeah, to flip He's going to blow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Totes. He's like a racehorse. All right. Race car in red. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Who's next? Do it. Do it next Travolta. is Brian. And oh. this is one where we might really have nothing to say. No. Oh, no. Boy. Dylan Sprouse. You probably don't know who this is. Mm. Because I didn't even remember his name. I know I who it, it should up. be. Who? Richard Sherman. I, well, I kind of <laughs> thought about this with only the people I knew. Richard Sherman was going to be the Carl character, actually. Oh, okay. No, I like uh, that. I thought this was the perfect Tom Holland role. 
Tom Holland mm. kind of being the geeky. Yeah. yeah. I thought about it. Okay, but go ahead. Who dismissed. <laughs> that that wasn't a deep cut enough, I guess. <laughs> no, okay. Who we got? It's on the alternate PowerPoint. Um, Devin Druid, probably don't know him. He's known for playing Tyler Downs in 13 Reasons Why. That's not a real last name, is it? Yeah. Druid. Like a stage name? Oh, I can see <laughs> it. Know? Gosh, he kind of looks yeah. like it. Well, and I wouldn't compare Tyler to Brian, but the general way they talk, some of their behaviors are similar and yeah. things like that. Tyler Downs also brought a gun to school. Oh, boy. <laughs> a flare gun? It was not a flare gun. It was more of an assault weapon. <laughs> but, uh, that's why I wouldn't compare them. He should have um, eaten more pixie sticks. So now all mm-hmm. I can do is I'm picturing Charles Melton giggling as Devin Druid says he brought a flare gun to school. <laughs> exactly. It's a good, good look. It's a good it. look. Okay, and um, another reason. Whenever I see TikToks of people who are like extras on Netflix shows, because, you know, that's a good way to get clout on TikTok. They always say that the nicest celebrity, like every video I've seen of people ranking celebrities, they say the nicest celebrity they have ever met is Devin Druid. So I feel good about letting him ride on the clout of this remake. Sure. Like, like I'm it. not going to feel guilty about, because he's probably the smallest Bring person in. on here. Bring him in. I just downloaded a wallpaper to put on my computer. <laughs> of Topless Devin. Reggie? No, Devin oh. Druid. Oh. <laughs> All right. Next, I have Claire. And pixie sticks on the table. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a mess. It looks like Grace has been doing blue cocaine Gosh. over there. <laughs> it does. Keep going. Okay, I'm sorry, Grace. Okay. Do I know this one? Mm, yes, you should know this okay. one. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. Hey. Yeah, and I also want to put her on the soundtrack with Taylor Swift. Oh. Taylor's um, oh yeah, and then after I wrote that, I was like, I really want to make this a musical now. Yeah, can I make the Breakfast Club a musical? Hey, why not just get the Glee cast? Yeah, I should have made it all. They're the not glee ninety-seven cast. years old. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know, I felt like a little bit of missed opportunity. But then the next slide I made, I was like, just kidding, because I looked it up to see if like the rest of the cast could like sing. So yeah. I could make it a musical. Devin Druid cannot sing. No, actually. What? Devin oh, Druid. I'm looking at it. I looked sing. it up. He has a YouTube channel, and there are like five. Does he just do scat? 21 Pilots covers on there. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. You're and it's kidding. No, you're going to have to. What's the guy's show? <laughs> what is the show? 13 Reasons Why? Yes. Which one is that? That's the one that. Mom didn't want me to watch, and you but watched I it anyway. <gasps> That's it. You're Did you grounded. Just admit that on a podcast. As soon as, as, soon as this is over, well, no, you're no, grounded. No, 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 no. I. Your mom's gonna say, be so upset. That with was the blue freshman year. There. That was freshman year when she said I couldn't watch it because um, I asked her about it or something, and then like junior year, it's like season three. Had just come out, and so I started watching it, it again. Kid, this time kid, without asking, because <laughs> I felt like I'm two years older. What's it about? I can handle it or whatever. The kid kills himself at the beginning or um, something and leaves herself. A note? Hannah Baker, at the beginning, she leaves thirteen tapes. Oh of, man, and basically genius. each one exhausting, doesn't it? Each one blaming a person for the reason like why she killed herself. Okay, and is Devin Druid ever blamed? Yep. Oh, Do you, uh, Brian. what Grace just, the monologue Grace just had felt very breakfast clubby, like, uh, <laughs> mom didn't want me to watch the show. Yes. 
and I washed <laughs> yeah. it anyway. I washed it anyway. This is what happens when you spill the paint in the garage at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then I couldn't find a video of Charles Melton singing, and I don't think he was ever given any lines in the Riverdale That's musical okay. episodes. We'll find. So he some. might be a weak spot, but we'll hit him I'm up. sure he can. We'll hit him up. He can do it. I don't, so it's a, I don't it's a think he's now. in the in the. He could dance. Him, so. I bet. All right. He just was that all flex. of them? No, no. Bender. Bender. Do I know now, Bender? This is the one where I'm taking the biggest creative risk because this is what's causing me to have Putting to change. Putting it all on the line. Putting it all on the line. Please let me. Please allow me to keep directing this remake. Okay. Sabrina Carpenter. Oh, I made it no, a girl. I am out. What? No, no I like it. <laughs> no, I like can, it. No, yeah, I like yeah, a girl. Yeah. I do not want her. Yeah, she can't be <laughs> in it if Olivia's in it. Joshua is out. <laughs> no. Olivia's in it. She's out. No, I really think there's probably Team minimal Olivia. hard feelings. And that's going to bring in, this is going to bring in so much more money at the box office. So do you think she has the range? I think she does. She looks kind of mean. Dylan pointed that out when we were looking at pictures of her. Like, she looks mean. And then her character on Disney's, her time on Disney, Girl Meets World, she was Maya, I believe, and she yeah. was kind of like a rebel. So, All right. so I my, think it's going to work. If you allow me on the set as executive or uh, assistant director, mm-hmm. my, my suggestion is going to be we drop Olivia, we move Taylor... From Carl to Bender, Taylor <laughs> becomes the basically unstable okay. a little bully. Old. And a little oh old yeah, for but this she role. doesn't look that old. And then we get no, Andy Samberg to be <laughs> Carl. We get <laughs> bad blood Taylor Swift. <laughs> Wait, yeah. who's who's Claire now then? If we're or no, you meant to say yeah. taking Sabrina Carpenter. Yes. I keep forgetting I'm you sorry. mix up their I names mix them all up. the time. I mix up Richard Sherman and Richard Vernon and <laughs> Olivia and Sabrina. It's, it's my bad. Um, okay. That's um, good, Grace. Was that all of them that now? Or is there one more? That was it. I love it. But I'm marking so so much fun. a change to the plot I, I am you, making. Ooh, give it to us. Because I... I think the Bender Claire relationship was a little that was problematic, a little troublesome, and I I don't think I could do that today. Well, so I'm cutting the sexual assault scene between Claire and Bender, especially since they are love interests. So is that, that, that the one on Dad's hood, or is that no? Oh, the under one the under desk. the desk. Okay. <laughs> It's unnecessary. It can be cut. Yeah, I'm cutting that. Yeah. And uh, I think other than that, I can keep it similar, except for the scene where the principal takes um, Bender into the closet and like gets in his face. Maybe we could keep that. Well, we just might have to rework it. Yeah, or you could recast know. your principal with a female principal. I think you could yeah. still make it work. Well, But now you've got Bender as Olivia or Sabrina. Sabrina. So you've got, who's your principal again? Um, you've got Alex this, Moffitt. You've got the SNL guy oh. pretending to I punch forgot. a girl. I forgot about Alex Moffat, yeah. What if Alex Moffat was like, you can punch me? Yeah. But he turns into a Or if club. you make that Tina Fey, and like Tina Fey's threatening oh. to yeah, backslap Sabrina. Oh, that's good. I don't know. Well done, Grace. That was awesome. And I want you to reach out to all those people on Twitter tonight with all of our mm-hmm. Gen Divide influence and see what you can get done. <laughs> See if we can Please remake this thing in Bridgeport. This Maybe we can take the gym at Bridgeport and build a library in the gym. Yeah. I Definitely. mean, gosh, we're what, friends with what, Alan. What do you think that would cost? Mm-hmm. 
half a million? Nothing with Alan, right? <laughs> the school will pay for it. Yeah, Alan's got a half a million in <laughs> uh, Bruce Brown rookie cards. <laughs> All right, Derek, your assignment. I did not do the full cast. No, I didn't I, ask you to. And I'm not going to get anywhere near the as involved as Grace. That I was not tell you why. I just went above and beyond. You yeah, did. you did. It was really you good. exceeded expectations. I was very for sure. entertained. Because yours feels more insulting. Because yours is to actually try and recast some of them with what would probably be their peers. Uh, yeah, kind of mid, mid, yeah, uh, or within the frame time frame. I don't know. I just, when I, I, I told some, you, I did not pick one or two. I like think, I right? did not start to change plot lines and all that other stuff. That's and, why he was looking so anxious when you opened your PowerPoint. He was like, "What? We <laughs> were supposed PowerPoint. to have PowerPoint yeah. presentation? Well, I forgot to write mine down, so I had to go back to the computer and look at the pay. Anyway, all right. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll rifle through these real quick. Uh, Molly Ringwald yes. picked Alicia Silverstone. Ooh, I like it. That's um, perfect. And it, it would have been kind of an anti-clueless. Yes. Uh, you know how she was kind of... Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so I picked her. I thought she would be great as Claire. I think she could pull that off. No doubt. Uh, Ali Sheedy's character, Allison, I picked Winona Ryder. Yes. Early uh-huh. 90s Winona perfect. Ryder. That's that awesome. is Winona Ryder. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um... The Emilio character, Andrew, I picked Ryan Gosling. Okay. Ryan Gosling. And, and there's I'm a reason why him. I picked Ryan Gosling. I feel bad. Okay. I Wait, really what? 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 Dad. What was he in? Give me a movie. <laughs> Everything? Was he in Friday Night Lights? Oh, no. I honestly don't. Oh, yeah. I love this guy. I love this guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's I freaking love Ryan Gosling. It was like, uh, yeah, yeah. hey, have you seen that movie uh, no, with that guy, guy that was out last he's year? He's a guy. I know this guy. I'm, in but a, I could not name one he movie. He was in. It would take. Uh, a, it remember would, the Titans when he was. He was a child actor too. Uh, was he in that uh, one? I he really like Mickey Mouse Club with all the other ones. Was with he in the Justin Timberlake and all them? He was in Drive and La La Land. He and the brother Rob a bank. Is this that guy? No, you're thinking of like Helen Highwater. Yes, that's, that's not Chris him. Pine. Nah, same difference. Uh, so I think <laughs> I think mid nineties Gosling would have been an interesting choice. Yeah, here. I like it. And I picked for Bender. I picked Christian Bale. Ooh, is he going to be American Psycho type Christian Bale? He would be very. Uh, he would be intense. It would yeah. be a very intense. Yes, but I still think he could be warm. I think he could pull off the warmth. But I mean, he could be. He could be Bender. Yeah, I like it. But those were kind of like big. I mean, she picked like people that actually would work for the yeah. roles. <laughs> I was just like, let's make a fantasy baseball team out of my cast. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. That's good, though. I so, hadn't uh, thought of any of those. Obviously, I hadn't thought much of Brian Gosling. I mean, Bale and Gosling. and uh, Oh, for Brian, I picked Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ooh. Uh, like, like 30 that. Rock from the Sun. He would have been interesting. Yes. So that was my that was my uh, Globe Trotters yeah. Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I feel like we constantly have to also say that we love the cast. Like we I do. wouldn't change any of these we people d- for we real. We said that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's my next question. Kind of goes right along with this for each of you. Who is you can only pick one. Who's the MVP of the movie? There are not co MVPs. There is one MVP. I've watched the movie four times, probably in the last four weeks, and it changes every time I watch it. Mm -hmm. Should I ask, do you have anyone that's never been in the running for MVP? 
I think the first time I thought it was Bender just because Judd Nelson was such a hurricane. Yes. But then like this last time, I really liked Brian. I really liked Anthony Michael yes. Hall. I thought he was yeah. great. So I'll probably pick, I'm going to pick my Anthony Michael Hall so he doesn't beat, right. beat me up when he sees me next time. <laughs> because in, in reality, Anthony Michael Hall is kind of a meathead. Is kind of more the Bender. Right. Yes. Totally. And Judd Nelson's I, maybe a little bit. He more was in so many back. movies at that time, where, John Hughes movies, where he was the same character he was over and over and over for sure. Yeah. He was kind of softer. Yeah. And kind of soft spoken, and he really decided he wanted to get some muscles and kick some tail, drink some beers. <laughs> so with that though, did he pretty much lose his career, or did he have much he had, play? He after? had some. I think he had some problems, and I want to say okay. substance abuse, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know he's had some run-ins with the law. Grace, who's your MVP? Okay. Um, I'm going to bring it back to the commentary we listened to. Um, I think that's what it was, at least. Yeah. I'm going to say Andy, because Ooh. they were talking about how he was the one who, in the beginning, had these connecting moments with each other character. I like that it. That they didn't necessarily yes. all have with each other. Yeah. And that's one of the things you and I talked about. We watched it kind of for the last time this morning. And one of the things we talked about is how every character has a moment with each other. They all kind of have something at some point. The the one that's the biggest stretch might be Andy and Bender. Bender. Like it's not quite as soft as some of the other mm-hmm. ones are. But uh, my MVP is Bender. And I was the same way. I kind of had that originally, and then I went back and changed it. And I think... I really, all of them could have fit that role. Even even Vernon could have fit that role. I mean, that like in terms of just pure entertainment laughs, one of my favorite things in the entire movie is Vernon screaming from out of view. He's not in the scene. Right. So when the door slams, when the door shut right. first, and he's like, "God damn it!" Yeah. And then when it when he's trying to prop <laughs> it open with the with the uh, chair, yeah. and Bender's just chirping at him though the whole yeah. time. And I think like Bender just kind of shows the biggest array of kind of it's not talent but just character. I mean, he goes from this, you know, almost bully to kind of showing a soft side to being humorous to tearing down the the guard and being super emotional and uh I don't know, that's mine. It felt like I I kept wanting to pick someone else cuz it right. felt like that was the layup. But in the end, the layup gets you two um, points, so I'll take it. I think so much of that has to do with Judd Nelson, too. Yes. I mean, it's on the page, but like uh, when he's crawling and falls through the uh, ceiling tiles, yes. and he's doing the joke <laughs> the that joke. makes no sense. I mean, it doesn't really go anywhere. Like, that was his idea. He's the one that was, like, he's just supposed to be crawling, yeah. and he's like, he just starts telling There's this. There's no end to the joke. Starts telling this random joke. No but, end. Um, do you think, oh, like, got- Vernon... See? Ryan Gosling. Yeah, look at that. What is that? <laughs> I think. Uh, is this how you on, wanted him to Who was Ryan going to be? He was going to be. Ryan? Uh, uh, yeah, he's going to be. No, he was going to be uh, the. Um, he was going to be Emilio Estevez. He's okay. Gonna be Andrew. All right. He's going to be the thing. From there. He's going to have to beef up a little bit. Yes. <laughs> he looks like he's 14 right there. Grace, you sabotaged him here, I feel like. Yes. Well, I Grace just, just showed us a. Uh, Preteen Ryan Gosling <laughs> picture with Further. young Hercules it's on the preteen beat. Uh. Yes, it is. He gets very teen beat on the cover of Teen Beat. 
I just wanted to further prove that yeah. my um, recasting Casting is far better. Listen, <laughs> once I get three weeks with Ryan Gosling, I'll really turn. I mean, he's only been nominated for Oscar like fourteen times. Yeah. I will really turn him into an actor. Uh, no, one of the things was all the destruction in the library, and Vernon doesn't notice any of it. Yes, uh, the ceiling tile. Uh, he rips up books. He's uh, throwing off uh, uh, shelves and things like that. Um, Emilio, which by the way, they decide that they're going to smoke weed. They go to Bender's locker and get weed, and Emilio Estevez has the opposite reaction uh, of what. Every other weed scene in a movie, like he, it turns, he's like he's done six lines of cocaine. Yes. He turns into an Olympic gymnast. Yeah. He's doing cartwheels. He's punching himself in the face, beating mm. his chest. He goes into the room, which by the way, he's got like one little uh, joint and he completely yes. smokes up that room. That and in the moment when he walks out the door, you can clearly tell he didn't do an inhale. Yes. He just puts it in his mouth and spits it out. That and so, and I was going to get to this, but that's the most problematic scene to me. Yeah, it's so entertaining, right. it's so amazing, yeah, and it fits. And you love, I love the running punches that yes. he does, you know, yes. <laughs> but it, it doesn't go. Well, I mean, he inhales, and there's still like an inch left of the joint, and he just yes. throws it away, throws he just it flicks it like that's never, that's never happening, <laughs> that's never happening, just throws it at the carpet, and then he does a, a full lap around the deal. Walks back into the glass encased room, shuts the door, screams, and shatters the door. Yep. All of that is yeah. unbelievable. I'm well, not buying any. Uh, mm-hmm. John Hughes said if he had one thing to change about the movie, he would have gotten rid of that. Over letting he, Claire sell out. Yeah, yeah. He would have gotten rid of him smashing. The it glass was. It was voice. just kind of silly. The only other moment I felt like that was kind of silly in a. It almost feels like an episode of the Community that does. But then also the whistling scene when they all start whistling. Oh, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they all join in, yeah. and then the music I even chimes whistle. in behind I them. I do like, whatever. though, when they're all pretending to be asleep, and he goes, who needs to use the laboratory? And they, and they all, all raise, raise their hands. hands. <laughs> That's, yes. funny. That's a good laugh. Um, yeah, I love it. I do uh, want to talk about... Uh, I, I know time is getting away from us. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we're Grace, fine, though. Luckily, has done six pixie sticks. So yes. she'll be up. She'll, she'll be up past eight forty-five. Up all night. Tell me, do we need to wrap it up? No, no, no. Okay. Do you want to jump to trivia? Well, I have a quiz. Okay, I'm gonna let. Let's let you do the quiz. Okay, so it's for both of you. I have one question first. Okay, and this is probably the movie genius question: Is this the top performance for all of them? Would Emilio be the most questionable one? I think Knee Jerk, you would probably say yes. I'm sure there's something that like we're Young Guns. No. no, that's not bigger than no. this. this. So movie what was is Emilio's like, big thing? This was it. This was it. Yeah. He was he saying Almost Fire? Yeah, he was in Saint Almost Fire. I mean, there are other movies that he was in that were that are very popular, but yeah, I, I don't know if he if any Touches of them are this. topping. And is there an is there with all due world, respect to Riverdale and Lawyer with Rainbow. our with our fun <laughs> other podcast idea? Is there a world where Judd Nelson is Iron Man? Yes. Like Judd Nelson becomes Judd Nelson Robert Downey Jr.'s career. He could have absolutely been Like Robert they're Downey very Jr. similar, right? Totally. Like they have that ability to issue the straight yeah. kind of... If you go and look at his IMDb after this, it's a wasteland. So bad picks? Or did he also uh, run I don't, into I don't problems? know what it was, but it's not like movies that you would even... Yeah. Re- or even I recognize from that era. Okay. Let's a lot jump of to B the movies. quiz then. Okay, so um, 
one of the things is uh, it is um, basically the song is iconic. And I think when that song, which is uh, Don't You Forget About Me yep. by Simple Minds. Yes. When that song comes on, I immediately think of The Breakfast Club. That song is no tied to the movie. So I think there's only, and I say only, there's definitely songs that are immediately, they come on and you immediately think of the movie. So I thought, why don't we put together a quiz for the two of you. I will play some songs from the era of yours Ooh. and the oh. songs from the era of no. race. So exciting. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so I've got uh, a handful of songs for each of you. Then I've got three of you together to face off. Yes. Oh, so what I thought great. we would do is you're, I'm only going to play f- like four to five seconds of a song. Got some it. of it's a little bit longer. But I'm avoiding the chorus because most of the time the chorus gives away the deal. So yeah. I'm playing mm-hmm. only a section of the song. So what I need from you guys is... The name of the song, the movie, and who sang it. Oh, gosh. You get, be horrible you get three <laughs> points for each song. Oh, All right. No. Now, I have six for each of you and three of you together. Do you want me to cut it down to like three? No, three I, want okay. I want all them all. I want all of them. Okay, so it should go fairly quickly. I'm only going to give you like 10 seconds after okay. the song, right. after the clip plays. I'm only going to give you 10. So who would like to go first? Grace. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good with that. Do we need to reconnect? Uh, if I, from there it is. Nope. There, there she we go. is. I don't know if we need to blast it, but Our hey, the assistant. the YouTube video you sent us earlier. Yes, is that going to come into play at all? No, we need to share that. I mm-hmm. thought that that was so, it's mesmerizing. It's I loved it. A great performance. Well, and I I right when I got home, I told Grace is like I would love to see them do this live, if only for the moment when we all are jumping up and down, going nah. Na 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 na. Well, what we're talking but about is the one thing is everyone in that room in that in giant theater was that like an award show or it something? It was the Billboard okay. Music Awards. Everyone in that room is jumping up and down together and You've singing. Got Taylor Swift and Molly Ringwald. If they're in their twenties, together, right? Or in their Wasn't 60s. that who that was? Yeah, it was. She had Molly Ringwald like but she was her on, best no, no, buddy. No. There's one person not moving. They had their arms folded. Ed Sheeran. Ed freaking Sheeran's just staring at <laughs> Simple Minds like you are nothing. He's got like, does he have like a drink or popcorn or no, something? No, I, I think his arms were crossing. He had like a grimace no, on his has, face. He has something in his arms like a drink. Uh, and he's just, everybody is so wrapped up in the song yes. and so tickled. And he's just like, mm-hmm. he's just he's just weathering the storm well, is what he's doing. at first that's what I thought. But then I kind of even thought that might be how I would react to that moment is I just want to soak it in. And was sitting there watching it. But he's you know? not singing along. No. He's not. Maybe he wasn't he has familiar a cup. with it. He has it. a red solo cup. Yeah. And he's just sitting there. He's just kind of there. Yeah. Way to and, go, Ed And Taylor Sharon. is like, multiple times puts her arm around, they'll Molly. cut back to her. She's got her arm back around yes. Molly Ringwald. Yep. Love it. And now Taylor gets to do a nice little acoustic cover of that for my movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Folklore you, and style. And insult with, her. With Boniver <laughs> helping with out. Bon ah. Iver. All right. Grace is up first. Okay, You're connected. So, All right. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, so like I said, there I'm going to play uh, five of these. There'll be three points apiece for each song. Then together you guys will do uh, one, uh, three songs together. Okay, I like with it. With songs that should be recognizable by both of you. Both of okay. us. And it's just speed then? Who gets is, it quicker? And then, yeah, we'll just do, we'll figure okay. out how this to get you to buzz really, in. So this is just Grace right this now. This is going to be really, oh, I don't feel good about this. Here we go, Grace. I think 
15 okay, Beach I've got, Movie actually, okay. Acapulco Island 4. Okay, ready? I had Ainsley help me out here. I don't okay. want to blast this because it's late and I don't want to wake no, up people. No, okay, no. Fine. They they're don't. just their family, okay. Derek. All right. Yeah. Okay, so you ready, Grace? And I'm going to try to go fairly quickly through this. As ready as I'll ever be. All right. So these are songs should be recognizable by movies. Okay? <laughs> And I'm if you so get worried. anywhere close, we're counting it. I'm not going to be okay. like, oh, you didn't say the, so uh-huh. you're out. Yeah. Okay, you ready, Grace? Mm-hmm. Here is your first song. It might seem crazy what I'm about okay. To That's Happy. Okay. Correct. For- Pharrell Williams. Correct. Is it Despicable Me? Yes. Whoa. Yes. She gets three points. Grace gets three points uh, right out of the shoot. I've already lost. <laughs> it's over. It is All right, over. are we ready? Yes. Song number ready. two. Don't let them in. Don't let oh, okay. them see. There's some softballs in here. <laughs> that is Let It Go. Yes. Adina Menzel. Oh my gosh, I didn't think you'd know that. <laughs> Frozen. Oh, she is slaughtering you, Scott. Yes, it's over. It's far over now. <laughs> All right. Here is your third song. Okay. Okay. Um, can't Stop the Feeling. Um, Correct. Justin Timberlake. Correct. Trolls. Correct. Gosh. Yes. What she in the world? The, she is the movie music genius. <laughs> Captain Crunch falling all over over here. Its <laughs> heads are falling off. Falling apart over here. Okay, so these are going to get progressively harder. Oh, no. So oh, gosh. I'm curious if you'll know this one. Is all this right? me or her? This is her. Still. She's got, we're going to finish her out. And she then, gets all six? Because, and then you get. And then okay. you get six. Oh, gosh. Okay, ready? This one, hold on. This one is a little bit longer. If you want to cut it off, just let me know. And start. Okay. Um, is it? Oh, okay. That's the cup song. Correct. Right. Um, from Pitch Perfect. Correct. Anna Kendrick? Oh my gosh. Stop She's it. She's throwing a yes, perfect game. Yes. She's throwing oh, a perfect the, game, That was Scott. the only question. I was trying to tell, is this Anna Kendrick? Because I, I think this I know. This is frustrating, to say the least. She's like nine <gasps> pitches over already. I wasn't, I wasn't confident coming into it either, so I feel I like you're going to. I that that one could possibly There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Me, Song number five. It's been okay. A um, see you again, Charlie Puth. Without you, my friend. Who is the main singer oh, on this? No. Um, this was going to be a bonus point. You've got one too. Oh man, bonus points! <laughs> if you can name the bonus point, and we need the movie. Was it a Fast and Furious movie? Correct. What? Um, I. Would you like to get the bonus point? There is. It's featuring Charlie Puth or Puth okay. or whatever you say. Uh, I'm afraid to guess because I'm going to be wrong and it's going to be really. No. You still are throwing a perfect okay, game. Okay. Wiz Khalifa? Oh my gosh. gosh. Oh, I was so worried this would be wrong. That is correct. Four <laughs> points? Four points. Yes. Just wait till you hear your four pointer. You're going to go, this is not fair. <laughs> All right. And then here is. The final 
song for Grace's side. Are we ready, Grace? Ready. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything. Oh, okay. She won't That's, be able to get the artist. That is, um, everything is awesome. Correct. From the Lego Correct. movie. Correct. Um, there are two artists on this, and I will take either one of them. Okay. Mm. I mean, mm, I want to say Chris Pratt because he was in that movie. This is a, a musical. There will be no actors. I, I, I should probably. <sighs> actors. That. Actors singing. Oh, no. I don't think I'm going to get it then. Oh, yes, there's an opening. <laughs> Do you have perfect. a chance? <laughs> well, there's going to be three of you guys together, so okay. you have a chance there, too. <clears throat> Mm, I might recognize it when you say it, but I don't think yeah. I'll be okay. able to guess Tegan it. Okay, Tegan and Sarah, oh. and then Lonely Island was featured. Nice. No so two, but still 18 mm. That's like 18. giving up a hit, though, in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Two ounce <laughs> bottom of the ninth. Well, she got, uh, yeah. Ricky so. Henderson slaps the single to right. Scott, do you think you're up for the challenge? No, there's no way I'm going to get close to that. <laughs> but Here let's is play. your first song. Steel. Heart will go I'm on. Kidding, I'm Celine kidding. Dion Titanic. Oh, correct. Now <laughs> three points like is said, on the road. Like I said, the first ones are the easy ones. All right. Here is your second song. We both know I'm not what you need. Whitney Houston, Bodyguard. I will love you. I will always love you. Correct. <sighs> Were you going to take a point away no, for always? No. Okay. <laughs> I could have cut in with that one. Yeah, All right. Gosh. Now this one was Quit kind of <laughs> this steal. one was kind of tailored to you your musical taste. Okay. Are you ready? Oh god. This now is now there's song too much pressure. Number <laughs> so three. Obviously it's from Friday. <laughs> his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already. Mom spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> I, to I call it mom spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's Eminem, eight mile. Lose yourself. Correct. Am I perfect? You are perfect. Gosh, I'm you feeling pretty confident now. You guys did so much better than I thought y'all were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like I made it too easy. Now it's, this, it's going to crush me. Are though, we correct? Are we ready? Yeah. This is when I wondered if you're going to get the band. Man, I don't know if I'm going to get any of it. What? Hold on. <laughs> Take my breath away? Correct. Is that okay? Yeah. Um, is it, is it, oh man, this is horrible. Is it Dirty Dancing? No. No. Would you like? <laughs> is that your final answer? I have, yeah, yeah, it's my final answer because I don't know. Do you know. know the band? Um, Simple Minds. No. <laughs> it was Berlin, oh. Take My Breath Away from Top Gun. Oh, oh. I should have known that. Did that I was just one win? point, Scott. Now I'm no, losing. No, because now. you guys are going together, remember. Right, right, right. Yeah. The head to head. Just the first round. I uh, thought that one would have been easy. Really? I, I, yeah. I, okay. If I had played Danger Zone, would you have known oh, Danger yeah. Zone? Oh, yeah. Kenny Loggins. Okay, Danger Nikki Zone. said I should have played Top Danger Gun. Zone. Yeah. I thought Berlin would have been a more obvious. Dang it. Sorry, Scott. All right, here's your next song. Gosh, <laughs> I have not a clue. Is the name of the song 
My do, hero? Do you really not know this? <laughs> the Wind Beneath My Wings. Yes. Uh, do you know who sang it? Barbara Streisand? Okay, we do have one actor singing a song. I just realized. All right, so this wasn't Barbara Streisand. It was not Barbara Streisand. Uh, Sorry, I threw you off. Um, do you know the movie? No. Okay. Ch- no. Okay. You're not dead in the water. Would you like to hear it a little bit? No, again? it's I not going like to help me with up. the movie. Well, not the movie. I'm just talking about the singer. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Tell me who it is. It's Bette Midler from the movie Beaches. Beaches. I would have never got Beaches. I might have gotten Bette Midler if you gave me an hour. I did kind of put some (laughs) tough ones in there for you. Here is your. I don't think I ever saw Beaches. Is it with Nick Nolte? It was just uh, no. It was Gary Busey uh, between two friends. Barbara Hershey was the other friend, and and she died of cancer. It was a tearjerker. I don't want to watch that. All right, you ready? Here's We're not your, doing that one. Here is your final song. <laughs> That's Dirty Dancing. Correct. This one has two artists. This is your bonus question. Uh... <laughs> I don't I don't know the name of the song. What? Hold on. Get to the chorus. It's gonna take forever to get to the chorus. Would you like? Would you like a pixie stick? Uh, I had the time of my life. Correct. Dirty dancing. There is a man and a woman. Does do does one of them? Man, um, not a real common name, right? Yes, both of them. Well, first common first names, interesting last names. Okay, then I have no clue. Okay. It was Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. That's not where I was going to okay. go at all. <laughs> so uh, you did get Dirty Dancing in both. So uh, right now it stands uh, 18 to 13. So you're really going to have to yes. clear... Oh, You're God. really going to have to lot. catch no, up. No, this is making me nervous. So we've got a lightning round here, three songs. All right? Okay. Now, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Whoever buzzes in first gets a chance to answer all three. If they do not get something right, the other person can steal. Okay. Okay. Steal the whole thing? Steal what they're missing. So if I okay. say, like, Miley Cyrus, Malibu, People and then I forget it's... Or I say Malibu off the Malibu album, and I don't say Miley Cyrus, then... Somebody else can steal. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. All right. Are we ready? There is a theme with all three of these. Okay. Here Disney is your first princess. song. You will say your name to buzz in. Okay. Okay, ready? Because this one could be super quick. Yep. Oh, no. Ready? And um, begin. Grace. Grace. <laughs> God, you little booger. <laughs> you little booger. We're looking for one of the singers of this Out song. Out of the will. Lady Gaga. Correct. Shallow. Correct. Do you know the name of the movie? Um, a Star is Born. Correct. Oh, my gosh. Scott, I think she just clinched it. That ends it. it. That, that ends it. She just clinched that's it. It's like winning the World Series your... in Game 5. <laughs> oh, we have two more songs. Me. Let's go ahead you know and finish what, this though? out. I was ready to yell it, and I was listening for Rad. I was listening for something oh. off the movie Rad. Yeah. But that's Send how my mind angel. works. I had to... Are you ready, ready. for the second yes. song? All right, ready? Okay. Everybody ready? Yep. 
Scott. <laughs> Scott. Oh, come on. Uh. <laughs> Rad. Correct. Is the movie. Correct. Send me an angel. Correct. I do not know the artist. I will. Do you know the artist? Dang it. Grace. You know what? I've searched for this song and listened to it so many times, but no, I do not know the The name of the band is Real Life. Mm. Real Life. What a name. I feel like at one point we both knew that. Easily their biggest hit. What a name. What a name. (laughs) All right. This one is going to be super fast. All right. Oh, gosh. So get ready. But he can't catch up. He can't catch up. So no at no this point, you're no already pressure. this point. There's no pressure. You're already okay. the champion. So you got yeah. two from that one, right, Scott? Yep. All right, mm-hmm. ready? Final song of the competition. This should be a fast one. Winner take all. Scott. <laughs> what? Scott. Why are you? You. <laughs> I feel like you're. That's cheating. the power of love. You Correct. Are... Back to the future. Correct. Huey Lewis Correct. and the news. I wouldn't have gotten any of those, <laughs> to be fair, but I feel like hey. you played it for like five seconds after he would buzzed in. Would you have gotten in. all three of those? I would have gotten none of those, but... <laughs> hey, <laughs> all, I needed, all I needed was the beginning. I had that. I had the soundtrack on, on cassette tape, Grace. Okay. So winner take all, that means once you, again... That means you once got... <laughs> once again. <laughs> nope. Victorious. Uh, well, that was fun. Go. That was, was a, a lot one. of fun. That was way better than any trivia I had. Correct. Um, that's good stuff. <laughs> any other movie talk then? No, I think we're good. All right. That was fantastic. You know, one, of the things, one of the things, I feel like we didn't talk about Carl enough. Okay. We'll save that for the sequel. Yes. <laughs> we'll let Carl have a bigger role when Grace has the remake. Mm-hmm. All right. Lots of fun. So um, let's see. This is episode 41. Yes. And we've got what on the horizon, Grace? What's coming up? What's the next few episodes? We have our album reviews. Yes. Of Camila Cabello Romance and Pearl Jam 10. Yes. Yep. Um, Casey Keener, we, we are still looking what? at you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're still she's, on our list. She, she is now Matt 26. Your Jenny, uh, she's, Jimmy, uh, she's the Breakfast Club in terms of guests. <laughs> it's been 20, 24 you know episodes. How, like Jimmy Kimmel in, ends every show with, and Matt Damon, we're sorry, we'll yes. get to you next time. She's yeah. turned into your Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Casey Keener. Look at all the sugar mess. on the table over there. It's pure uh, sugar. Pure I'm just going to step two feet outside of your house and vomit in your uh, <laughs> bushes. That's okay. It's fertilizer. Derek, it was fun as always. Thanks for bringing all the goodies. Um, what a great time. Yeah, it was awesome. Be sure you do watch Breakfast Club at some point, because like mm-hmm. we said, it is an awesome movie. And watch Days and Confused. Send us your thoughts. And Days and Confused. So that's another one that's coming up. Mm-hmm. That'll be our next movie review. Hopefully we'll get to that quicker. Yeah, I'm ready. You Otherwise, guys, it's we'll talk to you in August. In your court. <laughs> yes, we literally have the. I'm DVD caught up on Riverdale, so I got nothing going on. We may very well <laughs> binge watch it a couple times and say, "Derek, let's go right we now." We need a Riverdale episode. I really episode. am excited about talking about it. Yeah, it's top three favorite movies of all Ooh, time. Ooh, I like it. I'm very Breakfast curious. Club really it. flew up wow. the list for me after watching it so many times. Yeah, it does. It's really yeah. good. Same here. It grows on you. But I don't know about top three. Mm. But fun as always Thanks for everything uh, Everyone listening Feel free to 
leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can email us if you have anything. If you want to join us at some point or have an idea for a show, we are gendividepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, TikTok. That's um. it. I can't think of any <laughs> others. Uh, Grace, anything else I'm forgetting? Mm, no. Awesome. Well, until next time, if I lose my temper, you're totaled, man. Total? <laughs> Total. Everybody have a good one.